Communication, one of the most important qualities that a great property manager must excel at to be effective at their job. What I said was, Communication, one of the most important qualities that a great property manager must excel at to be effective at their job. Have you ever tried to get in touch with a property manager to rent a party room, book an elevator, or just ask general questions about your condo? What happens when the property manager isn't in the office, doesn't answer their emails, doesn't return your calls? In today's modern and tech-savvy world, you can order food to your home or get a ride to the airport all by the click of a button. Now, more than ever, lightning-fast communication is the expectation. In this episode, we're joined by Ryan Grossman, the co-founder of Condo Communities. It's a communication-based software program that helps condos all across the globe improve their communication skills. We're talking about how managers, residents, and board members can communicate with one another. Join us for this exciting episode. We are uh, honored to have with us today uh, Ryan Grossman. Uh, Ryan is the founder and uh, chief executive officer of Condo Communities, uh, which we will touch on because this is a very exciting topic, uh, which Condo Communities was founded about 10 years ago. Uh, Ryan uh, hails from Toronto. Uh, he is married to a very lovely, lovely lady. Uh, I've had the pleasure of uh, seeing over the internet. And, uh, well, let's see. You want to see my wife here? Here's a picture. And um, otherwise, uh, Ryan is a, is a wonderful guy, and uh, he helps um, property management companies and condo corporations around North America. So this is not just a Toronto phenomena. The phenomena of Ryan Grossman exceeds the boundaries of this nation. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce Ryan Grossman. Welcome, Ryan Grossman. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here, and Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. Can't there, there's my that. partner in crime, Nicholas. Uh, uh, happy, happy New Year. Happy 2019. It's going to be a great year for us here at City Sites, and we speak condo, and uh, I know you are starting off the year right by running away and going to Vegas. I can't wait. Two weeks, <laughs> two weeks in Vegas is a long time in Vegas, but I'm really looking forward to it. And 2017 was a very good year for us. Oh, and wow. 2018 is going to be an even better year. We're going to have a lot more episodes of the podcast published. We just started the podcast in 2017, but we've already had quite End a bit of, of traction. End of. Yeah. End of. So uh, 2018, very exciting. And what we're really we happy. 15,000 subscribers right now, I think. I think close yeah, to so, that. So, something yeah, like that. Thousand, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, Ryan is our first guest in 2018, so yes, we're really happy. Oh, wow. yeah, that's that's an honor, absolute Good. honor. And I once again appreciate he, you uh, having he, me. He out had here. the biggest payoff, did he? <laughs> Lucky guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So as I said, Ryan is the CEO. Can I say that? I would say uh, co-founder. Co. Oh, oh, I just pissed somebody off. Okay. He'll never hear. You have a partner? Uh, yes, but he's more of a silent partner. Okay, so he is a mime. Um, we have, um, we, we have Ryan here and, uh, condo communities is a cloud based software for condos particularly. Yes. Correct. All right. Now, uh, there are, uh, not to say that Ryan is the only one, but there are, are a few different companies out there that service this, uh, similarly the same thing that you do uh each one has unique features and each one has different bells and whistles and stuff um yours is one of the ones that i know that we're very familiar with uh there are others out there which we'll get to in a little bit but um the use of these cloud-based softwares for condos is definitely on the rise yes yes okay um these are are 
fun the functionality of these things really help condos and property managers manage their day-to-day affairs as well as increase the social awareness or social community communication of, i would say go ahead and say that yeah between between residents and and property managers and board members that's right so is it specifically just a communication vehicle or are there other aspects uh, there's a few other aspects of the system, but when we initially built out this piece of software, it was for the sole purpose of increasing communication uh, within the condo corporation. Uh, you know, we were hearing a lot of uh, residents complaining that they weren't being um, communicated to. You know, there were issues happening in buildings or in townhouse complexes. Uh, you know, boards were not telling them what these issues were. They were not keeping them up to date as to the progress of some of the repairs on certain on the condo. So uh, all in all, it's, it's a communication vehicle, but uh, residents are also able to perform other functions as well. Uh, some of those functions might be uh, booking an elevator or booking an amenity. Uh, they're able to check out uh, events and things might be happening in their condominium. Um, and there, we'll, you know, we'll go so, through it, but there's just quite a what, few features. What, what, I, what I've come to understand, there's pretty much five real ways that, that uh, corporations use these, uh, this type of software. As you said, one number one is, is communication. Now, there's three basic entities that require the communication. There's a communication uh, between the property management, the board of directors, and the residents. And if possible, and sometimes trades as right. well. Yes? Right. Okay. Um, number two is, as you just alluded to, amenity bookings. Uh, you cover things of uh, guest suites, parking, and the such, a billiard room, things of that nature. Yes? Correct. That is also. Um, how are you sitting out? Now, one area I, I know, I don't know how it applies in Ontario, uh, but maybe around uh, North America, but is there a functionality for online proxy voting? So our system has the ability to do that as of right now. But as you alluded to, uh, every single province and every country has certain regulations around proxy voting. So, you know, some some provinces and some states don't actually or will not allow their condo corp to use our software for that voting because it needs to be quote unquote a bit more official. And then you also have condo corps uh, around North America that use it because they're able to use it. So uh, it's not a widely used feature on our system as of right now, but the feature is there. So uh, as we know, the new legislation in Ontario as we move forward uh, is going to be encompassing changes to um, AGMs and voting and high and uh, technology and communication. So you have that functionality and that's there if somebody requires it. Absolutely. Excellent. Um, I understand as well, um, if you have a concierge, your software, or this type of software, um, not just specifically yours, uh, can help with terms of package tracking and deliveries. Yeah, there's a delivery package uh, feature. Uh, and just, you know, on that note, you know, concierge can use the system. Uh, you can have superintendents using the system as well as an administrator. So you can have different sorts of administrators using the system as opposed to uh, just residents and, and, and property managers. And that's pretty cool because it allows some flexibility. I think one of the biggest issues in condominiums is when the staff is not on the same page. So there's management, there's security, there's cleaners, there's supers. And putting everybody in the same boat, using the same kind of software and streamlining communication between all of those people, 
I think makes for a much more efficient condominium. Yeah, I know from my aspect, um, the various different softwares, and I've used probably four that come to mind in, in, some, in the condos that I've managed personally. Um, there's different modules, and uh, there's a security module, and that usually takes care of access control and the package tracking and delivering. Um, there's the management module, which will, uh, number one, first and foremost, is the communication between the board, the management company, and the residents, uh, with also the ability to store documents, to have documents accessed by residents if required. Again, new legislation coming in, this is going to be really, 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 really important. But the other functionality, which some companies have yet to explore, would be on the management side, the, uh, I guess, accounting and purchasing, the purchase orders and the, the financial aspects. Your, your product encompasses that, I take it. So our product, uh, as of right now, has a feature for both uh, suppliers and PL management. So as a management company, you would be able to enter all your preferred suppliers into the system and then go ahead and issue those POs directly to your uh, suppliers. They log into their own portal and you can essentially see where any job is at any point in time. So you can check out the status as to where your job is at and any so point in time. And so can the board of directors. And so can the board, absolutely. That, absolutely, and that's what uh, I've heard from boards that, that uh, they're building up a, a history or a, a visual digital history of their purchasing habits and their suppliers. I think, you, I think you touched on a really good word there, Ari, digital. And we're now in 2018. I, I know that's gonna be overused a lot in the next couple of weeks because we're in the first week of January. No, I'm still writing 2017 on my checks. As we record the episode, we're in the first week. And, and a lot of condominiums, believe it or not, are still operating in the mindset of the 1990s or the early 2000s in a lot of their operations. Some condos do have softwares just like this, and some condos don't have anything, and they go the old school method with pen and paper or you know Microsoft Word trying to track all of their residents on an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. We the, now need the to The last move. condo I managed had, uh, I actually had chalk and slates, so that was... Uh, I know. Well, you're... you're, you're I'm a little you're, older than you guys. Guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a little older than you guys. <laughs> but uh, really, the industry is changing with the new Condo Act that's being put out and the amendments to the existing Condo Act that's being put out. We need to change with it. And software is one of those ways that we can grow with a very rapidly changing industry. And it's nice to see that Ryan Grossman is leading that change. And it's nice to see that, uh, you know, residents and property managers and board members are finally adopting to this sort of technology. Well, do you see that there's a big demand for it now, Ryan? I would say we've seen an increase in demand over the past three years uh, and then a very, very high demand over the past six months. Why, why do you think that? And, might I, and, be? I, and, and I think that because of what you were saying a minute ago is that, you know, people or property managers and board members need a more effective way to manage their building. Uh, and people all need to be on the same page. And the, the days of the Excel spreadsheet and the Microsoft Word, uh, those days are gone, you know, and, and people as the new generation comes up and the new owners of condominiums or condominium units uh, come up as well. They want to see the technological, you know, aspect of condominiums. They they want, you know, we live in a world today where uh, everybody wants information now. 
mm-hmm. right? It's everybody wants that instant gratification. And oh, it's been going like that for a long time that I can see. Even more so, you know, today. So, you know, I, you know, just as a as a resident living in a condo, you know, I don't want to have to be able to. I don't want to. If I have a question for my property manager, I want to, you know, submit a problem with my unit. I don't want to have to go down because everyone's a bit. Everyone's busy. I don't want to have to go down to property management. You know, knock on their door and talk to them. I want to be able to submit the request, know that property management got my request, um, and everything happens instantly. So. Just to get back to your question, I just think that the reason we're seeing an increase in uh, this sort of solution is because people want information quickly and they're demanding transparency in their condominiums. I think you can even compare that to something like Uber. If you're talking about convenience and you're talking about uh, very quick reactions and quick responses and instant gratification, isn't that the whole concept of Uber? It's convenience. You press a button and you order a taxi. I suppose in this way, with a condominium, you press a button and you booked your party room. Absolutely. Well, I think anyone who who has knows how to use a uh, you can't even call them cell phones anymore, uh, Apple devices or Samsung devices, who's smart tried to, devices, smart devices who have tried to order a pizza, or you take a look at any of the uh, companies where we used to do things manually, it's more cost efficient, cost effective, and like you said. It's instantaneous to order a pizza or purchase something um, via the internet. So tapping right into that, uh, I guess 10 years ago is when the light bulb turned on for you and said, hey, uh, there's something out there, but I can do it better. Uh, you you have a, an excellent system. I can vouch for that. Thank you. Um, and well, wait till you get my bill. Okay. And um, <laughs> so let me ask you, what have you found in the last 10 years has been your number one obstacle or number one hurdle, not just for growing your company, but in, in, into changing the mindset of people? That is the hurdle right there, you know, is, is changing the mindset. Damn, I'm good. Of the, of the property management uh, company and property managers. Um, I would say a lot of property managers today uh, have been in, I would say the majority of property managers today have been in business or have been a property manager for the past 15, 20 years. So they don't want, and they're, you know, they, they might be at the latter part of their career. They don't want to change. Uh, they're used to their pen and paper and their Excel spreadsheet, as I said earlier. So um, the biggest challenge is, is it, you know, it's, it's somewhat of a disruptive technology because we are asking property managers to change the way that they run their business on a day-to-day basis. Uh, but I think the biggest, the an, another huge challenge is uh, this is not just a product that we're selling to or providing to uh, property management companies because the property management company is going to implement it. But then you also need the board of directors to want to implement something like this. And then you also need residents to adopt this sort of technology in their building. So there's really three components. Uh, and if one of, if you don't have one of those components, you know, it's not, it, it won't work in the building. So um, I would say that's the biggest challenge. And every yeah. building is different, I suppose. One demographic is very different from another. So you might have a building with a lot of young people, a lot of millennials that are very tech savvy, and you might have another condo community, which could be a townhouse, could be a small building or a big one, uh, that might have a very different demographic that might not be very familiar with using these kind of technologies. Absolutely. 
I mean, uh, that's another another huge challenge. I mean, anytime we have a uh, a resident or a property manager saying, "Hey, Ryan," or "Hey, condo communities," you know, we want to look at this for our building. One of the first questions I ask them is, "Tell me a little bit about the demographic in your building," because if it is an elderly demographic who might not be as tech savvy as the younger generation, this sort of technology uh, would be quite hard for residents to be able to use. But yeah. with that being said, uh, residents don't have to use condocommunities.com. Uh, it's also, as we talked about earlier, a, uh, a task management system, if you will, uh, for property managers and property management companies. So, it's the modular part of it, yeah. whether there's the communication part, the security part, and so forth. Now, since you do this around North America, um, I assume you, you are dealing with condominiums in florida you have a few of those florida uh i mean florida california so florida is notorious for having uh, uh, geriatric communities in those condominiums Uh, i know my friend was telling me the average age in his condo in florida is deceased so um however like what we find here like um where i was going with that is do you find that is, is is a major issue in your uh, you know, southern or Florida uh, condos that, wow, we're putting this in, but the community isn't using it much because, you know, they're, they're still hoping to get a brand new telegraph. <laughs> uh, no, no. I mean, I, I, I would say that any any uh, homeowners association in the United States or any condo corp in the United States or, or in Florida specifically, um, it's a mixed it's 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 a mixed demographic i mean uh, as as i said if if the if the majority of the building um are elderly and don't really use computers or cell phones on the day-to-day basis i actually recommend uh not using the software because it'll just cause more harm than good for them uh so you know we as as much as we have customers who vet us uh and you know what what value can we provide to them we will vet them right back because we don't want any disappointment or failure and we don't want to put them through a lot of work that's not going to you know yield any sort of return for them so uh, so there's something put them through a lot of work let's talk about that we have a condo corporation and the management company um is you've approached a management company uh, and the manager says yes we'd like to uh, bring you on board what's the process how does somebody become a condo community's client? So it's quite simple. Uh, the, the Hire us. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, so, so I would say that uh, really the first step is for us to get the uh, resident registry from the property management company. So if you have condo A, who's let's say part of city sites as an example, and they want to join condocommunities.com, we'll request the resident registry, which will have all the residents' information in there. We take that, upload that on our end. So you do that yourself. It's not where you need a dedicated employee to sit in the office and enter everyone. You have a 500 or or 800 or 900 unit um, corporation. That's a lot of work. So... Well, I don't want to tie up my staff doing that. So no. that's part and parcel. That's a that's 
one headache you take away from us. That's right. Uh, and I would say that's one, of, that's one of actually the first questions that we get from property managers. Okay, we want to use this, but I don't have the time to enter 900 names or 900 units into the database. No, we will take care of that for you. Um, we just ask that that document that you provide us is in a certain format. Uh, and once we're done uploading it, you're essentially ready to go. All right. And so then the manager takes over. Yeah. The manager reviews each, make sure that's up to date. Of course. And so now now he he or she is ready to begin communicating on mass. But we do have situations I know in certain corporations where you'll have again we talked about it, three or four people don't even have a computer. All right. Um, so again that uh, there's no way around that because they need that where you still need to post notices instead of digitally, you'll have to run down to the building or if you're, uh, you have an office, you still have to post the notices. But the speed with which the communication gets transmitted to or distributed to the community is as fast as a blink. It's instant. Well, the nice thing too about it is, and correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan, you can access condo communities on your phone. If you're an owner or a resident of a community, you'll get electronic notices for things like calendar events or general notices that get posted in the building. So I suppose that even if you didn't live at your community, you could still have a pulse on the community that you own uh, from, let's say, you're a snowbird and you live in Florida, but you have a condo in Toronto. You could still keep up to date with what's going on even when you're away. Absolutely. I mean, a lot of you know, a lot of off-site owners. Uh, this is this is why they like CondoCommunities.com is because they have a tenant who might be living uh, in their building or in the unit that they own, but they still want to know what's happening in their building. Anytime an important notice gets posted, a new document gets posted, a new event gets posted, uh, that owner or absentee owner, sorry, off-site owner. Uh, will be notified by email. Uh, they can actually read the notification right on their phone, or if they want to dive a little bit deeper into the notification or the do notice. They, do they need to have a, or do you have like a mobile app? Do they have to download an app on their phone? So they don't have to download an app. Uh, I know we, with other some other softwares, yes, they, they they have apps that you have to download on your phone. We've been we've been toying with the idea of uh, of building out an app. Uh, we have a few things in development right now, but the one thing, the one reason I would say why we didn't go with the app out of the gate is because we don't want to confuse that population between, let's say, 50 and 65 anymore. We want. Well, you're being ageist now. Okay. You're being <laughs> well, we, we want to direct them right to a website. We don't want to have to, you know, you tell them to go to the Apple Store or Google Play. You know, there that's another step for them that they now need to take. And if they're taking too many steps, they just won't uh, they just won't participate in the program. So So yours is web based right off of a website on the cloud and anywhere they can access uh, via the internet uh, via the internet, your website, they have access to conduct. Correct. Yeah. In a nutshell, you're trying to go for convenience. That's right. That's right. I mean, without, without taking too many steps, that's right. So how did you get this idea in your head to get involved with this kind of software program? I mean, what's, what's you know, you had a background in another field and you sort of came into this uh, industry. Yes, what field was that? So uh, I was in... Uh, football, I, right? In the <laughs> uh, well, football was in my high school days. Freaking... Oh, no, so I was a huge Peyton Manning fan. I was a huge Peyton Manning fan. Okay. And so any team, so, you know, he played for the Colts forever i have no idea okay and then he went to go play for denver so i switched from the colts to being a denver fan and then he retired so you're not a football fan you're a peyton manning fan 
No, I love the game of football. I broke half my face playing football. Really? Yeah. That explains. This whole half. When when did you play? High school, college? It was in high school. Yeah. What high school? Which high school? Westmount. What position? I was playing water, de- water boy. At the time, mm. I was playing defense. I was playing safety, and there was a guy who pretty much came. I really don't care. You, I don't. Full even know speed. Why. The top of his helmet. Oh, oh. He, he was about like a foot shorter than me, and the top of his helmet. We were both looking at the quarterback, and the top of his helmet, helmet just jaw. boom right to oh, my jaw, there. and just shattered. So your jaw and cheekbone are yeah. Like a so what did they put in metal fiberglass? Like what's in? It's a metal plate. Yeah. Metal plate in your yeah. jaw. And yeah. then like initially I had to have like a doctor's note. So anytime I went to like the metal detector at the airport, yeah. that they would. But yeah, so after that I just never played ever again. It was just. Uh, but you are a fan. Love it. Yeah. I was a headhunter for quite some time. Uh, been an entrepreneur most of my life as well. Uh, but the reason why, or the reason how we came up with this idea is essentially how any entrepreneur comes up with their idea. They see a problem and they want to create a solution for it. And I was living in a condominium and, uh, one day I needed to book my party room and I was frustrated because I had to go downstairs at 11 o'clock at night when I decided that when my girlfriend and I decided we wanted to book the party room. We had to walk downstairs at 11 o'clock to find out the property management wasn't there. Then we had to go back upstairs, wait till the next morning, go back downstairs, see if it was available. It was available. Then I needed to go and get a certified check for the deposit, bring that deposit back. And it was this it was this long process. And I just said to myself at that time, like, you know, there has to be a better way to do it. Um, and, you know, that snowballed from, okay, you know, when I'm in the elevator and I see a notice in the elevator and I live on the third floor, I don't have time to read that full notice. Well, let's get it online so that people can read it at the convenience of their own home. Um, so, you know, all these things started to snowball and uh, we did a little bit of research. We found out that there were, at that time, there was one or two competitors in the market. Uh, we wanted to do things a little bit differently and we decided to develop and uh, ConnorCommunities.com was born. Excellent. Yeah, really fascinating. That, I the, mean, spirit, the spirit of entrepreneurship is great, and I like that story. So thanks for sharing that. You're welcome. Now, um, the, the key idea behind Condo Communities is the communication. I think one of the things we have to look at is um, how uh, – I know it's, it's, it's a basic question. How does that – increased ability to disseminate information quickly help the condo manager the board and what happens to those condos that don't have that ability that they the the there is no communication like the interesting thing you said initially how like psychologically nicholas you, you know a little bit about this that somehow somewhere there, there's an uh, is a deeper issue about not not uh, advising your residents of certain events or just the lack of communication. What it boils down to, maybe you can enlighten us on that. Well, it's interesting. If I might jump in, there was a public speaker a couple of years ago that we, uh, or at least I had the privilege of listening to. His name was uh, Seth Godin, and he's an author, and uh, he's famous for something that he refers to as the lizard brain, which he talks about in a book called "Are You Dispensable." And it's basically what he's talking about is it's the most primitive part of our brains where instincts that warn us about danger react. 
and he talks about this lizard brain as sort of like a metaphor for your uh, processing of an emotion. And what I found is that unit owners, tenants, um, really anyone in general, but I'm trying to relate it mainly to condos to keep with our current topic, if you don't communicate to them or they feel like they're not being communicated to, they will revert to that lizard brain and that, that sort of danger sense of thinking and think to themselves, something's going wrong. That's where people usually, when we always say, they t- tend to think the worst. Yeah, no news yeah. is not necessarily good news. People will think that they're not being communicated to, which means they're being ignored. So I know that we have seen such a huge value in making communication the number one priority for managers because managers really are the conduit of communication between the board of directors, the owners, and the residents. If an owner or resident has a complaint, who do they go to? They go to management. Management refers that to the board and whatever decision the board might have gets referred back to the resident. So we're sort of that middleman in between everything, sort of arranging it and facilitating it. And the faster we can do our job to facilitate that communication transfer, get a decision and get it back to the unit owner, really tends to make people, they may not get the answer they want, but at least they will have an answer and they're not just going to be sitting there feeling rejected, feeling left alone, feeling, what's the word I'm looking for, Ryan? Um, unappreciated no no uh, ignored thank you yes um, uh, pipe in any time I'm not ignoring you Ryan <laughs> I, w- I did want to ask you a question and, and, and Nicola thank, thank you for that for the, the lizard brain <laughs> I, 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 I just you know just to touch, to touch on both those points uh, when, when you don't have a system in place for residents, like a sounding board almost, or for a resident to be able to, you know, submit a suggestion or complain about something. Um, They do feel, you know, ignored. They do feel that they're not important in that condo court. But I'll take it a step. Go ahead. Well, how did you feel when you went to get a party room booked? And how did that process resolve itself for you? Were you able to actually get your booking done? Or did you have to wait a weekend? I know. I know how he felt. I was pissed. You know, I, I, I was actually upset because uh, at the end of the day, I got the I got the party room booked, but it took me way more time than it needed to. And your time is valuable. Exactly. Especially, you know, everyone's a busy everyone's busy today. And nobody has, you know, the hour to twenty eighteen, Ryan. Everyone's busy. That's right. <laughs> Except for those residents who don't have computers. But but but, but I also think, you know, even if uh, a property manager is responsive, meaning a property manager will take a phone call, they'll take an email, but it's the response time that's extremely important for the resident as well, right? So what I hear a lot of out there is a resident submits a complaint or they submit a suggestion and they don't hear back from the property management company or from the property manager 
for the next for the next month or so. And it's not that the property manager is not working on the suggestion or the complaint of the resident. It's just that there's no platform for them to keep that resident informed. And so uh, one thing that condocommunities.com does, and I think it's worked you know fairly well for you guys at City Sites, is when a resident does submit a suggestion or does submit a complaint, uh, there is a platform that allows them to see has the property manager responded to this? Where where are we at in the process of them resolving this complaint? So again, it's all about transparency and just keeping the resident informed. And a lot of the times they don't get the answer they want, but they were happy and they're satisfied because they were kept in the loop. At least they're being communicated to. Exactly. Now, let me ask you, you have your finger on the pulse of all these different condos around North America. You've got to have some stories or situations, good or bad, about uh, things that have happened with the aid of or not. Well, keep in mind, Ryan's also a real estate agent, so he's got plenty of stories, I'm sure. Yeah, I got... (laughs) I'll keep it. I'll I'll keep the stories... uh, Under an hour, thank you. I'll keep them under an hour. But (laughs) there is is one great story that sticks out, and uh, it happens to do with... uh, uh, a building that was used at condocommunities.com. One of the features uh, allows for residents to submit uh, maintenance requests or service requests. Okay, right. so a resident submitted a service request through the resident portal, and the administrator then went into the administrative portal to take a look at that request. And there's two sections uh, in the administrative portal where re- uh, a property manager can write a response to the resident. They can either write a response that is only for internal purposes, so only administrators can see it, or they can write a response in the resident area so that the actual resident gets it. Well, what ended up happening was uh, it just so happened that this resident complained and uh, was issuing service requests all the time. The property manager happened to write a very nasty note about the resident, thinking that he was putting it in the private private comments as opposed to the uh resident comments put it in the resident comments and that created uh say an uncomfortable situation new year's fireworks so what we did since then uh since that happened is when you do go ahead and make a comment to a resident now on the administrative side, it asks you twice. So there's make, a, okay, great. Yeah. Two step. Yeah. Two step, Two step verification yeah, to go. make sure that you do want to post. You know, that, re- that reminds me of, of uh, when, when, when I was younger, I had a job at a, at a hardware store and um, th- this guy walks in and says, I'd like to buy half a box of nails. And I said, sir, you can't buy half a box of nails. He says, I want to buy half a box of nails. I don't need any more than that. So I said, one second, I'm just going to go to the back and ask the manager. And I went to the back, and the manager's sitting there. And I looked, and I said, you know, there's this this idiot, this really stupid guy that wants to buy half a box of nails. And I looked over my shoulder, and he was standing right yeah. behind me. So I turned, and I said, yes, and this gentleman would like to buy the other half. <laughs> That's good, all right. And then, but so you know, sometimes you don't you don't know, so you have to be careful with what you say because. Yes, in in, in all situations, but I, I, it's that thinking that I appreciate that you have that two step verification because you're busy as a manager. We're busy, 
All right. Now managers really well, like shouldn't try to do that, but uh, there's there's a there's a, a frustration a frustration quotient where you have uh, uh, the condo commander is what, what the industry usually calls that guy or girl who just keeps complaint after complaint after complaint after complaint relentlessly. So yes. But I appreciate that uh, because we don't necessarily mean anything bad by it. It's just there's a frustration level that is, that is dealt with, and that's one way of uh, of dealing with that situation. Yeah. So I mean, that was one interesting story. Um, look, you know, with condo corporations, as you guys know, every day is a new story in, in, in a condo corp, and I think that uh, uh, you just have to you know put your professional hat on and. When you're dealing with these people, and um, or you know, try to, because uh, look, as a resident, it's frustrating. We've all, you know, a lot of us. I've lived in a condo before, and I know that it's very frustrating when you don't get answers. You're trying to speak to so, people. Here's another quick note. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, if you take a step back and look at why people are frustrated, the actual underlying cause, a lot of the times, it is communication. Sure. Ari has a wonderful story, and and I hope you want to tell it now. Of a resident, and and there are several stories. Was it the one who came down screaming? Uh, one of them was probably that one, but there's that, and another one with the cappuccino. That That's you the told one I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. So so I, I had a resident. Listen to this. I had a resident comes into my office. All right. I guess uh, there were several times she came early in the morning. The door was locked. She couldn't, and then she's got this problem. She flies into my office, goes right by my my administrator into my office. I want to talk to you about this, that, and I said yes, yes, yes. But how do you take your cappuccino? And she looks at me like I like like start, and then she started screaming at me again and again and again and again and again. And I said, "Yes, yes, I understand, I understand." But how do you take your cappuccino? <laughs> and she just looked at me befuddled. And then she started her rant again. And I said, "Yes, yes, yes, I understand, I understand." But how do you take your cappuccino? And she said, with just a little bit of sugar. I said, "Okay, now sit down. We'll have a cappuccino, and now we can talk." Amazing you're able to understand what the person was upset about because people come in with that lizard brain mentality of I'm being ignored. My problems are, don't mean anything to this person or they don't mean anything to this corporation. I'm and not being listened to. That's all they want. And with software like this, as a manager, that thing pops up. I have to listen to it. It can't be a passing comment in the hall where, or they tell the super, hey, there's a problem. And it doesn't get back to you. It's documented. And it the is. software specifically, but just in general, for managers to listen to people that are venting at them, it's really all about listening to people's issues and trying your best to deal with them. Yeah, you're going to have an off day, but don't go around writing nasty things about the people that come into your office screaming. They're screaming because they might have had a bad day. They're human beings as well, and they just want to be listened to. So listen to them. Take their problems and, and try and do what you can to fix them to the best of your abilities and use tools like this to help you do that. Precisely. So it seems like this program, Condo Communities, has a lot of benefits for condos big, condos small, off-site owners, on-site owners, tenants, board members, management companies, even trades and local businesses. So... What's next for you, Ryan? What's well, next I don't think there's what's. I think there's a bigger question because I'm just imagining myself sitting in my car, listening to We Speak Condo, uh, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and uh, our website, citysitesmanagement.com. 
the question will be running through my mind is, okay, this is great stuff. These guys have been talking about it consistently for the last 45 minutes. How much does it cost? Who pays for it? So if an owner uh, if an owner wants to get the ball rolling, uh, they would go to condocommunities.com and they would sign up for a free trial. And this happens all the time. Uh, it's the owners or a board member who will initiate this whole entire process. So they'll sign up for a free trial. They'll play around with our system for a bit. And if they determine that this is something that they want in their condo, they'll then bring it up with the board. Uh, let the board know of their findings, and then typically the board will then go ahead and test it. And then once the board tests it, the board will then say to property management, Mr. Property Manager, we want to implement this in our building. Let's go ahead and do it. So that's typically you know, the process if a regular owner wanted to uh, initiate the, uh, the process. Uh, we offer three different packages. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, there is a starter package, which is free and it's driven by uh, ad revenue but and, less functionality yeah there's it's very very limited in, fe in features but we uh we still want to give those condos that don't have big budgets you know the opportunity to use our system uh what we end up finding is that they end up upgrading over time because the evolution of the condo and they just need those additional features uh but then there's also two paid subscriptions as well uh one is the essentials package one is the premier plus package and each one of those offers uh different features as well and uh one more enhanced than the other I correct know, no doubt um i know from our perspective at uh, at city sites property management um every one of our corporations uh, that's included in their contract with us. So uh, we, we reap the benefits as well as the condo community of all, everything we've been talking about, ease of communication, and, uh, and ultimately we want to keep our residents happy and smiling as well. So Ryan, what's next for you? And not necessarily condo communities, but what's next for Ryan? What's next for the entrepreneur? Uh, I, think, I think that... Uh you know, my, my focus is in condocommunities.com. Uh, it has to be. And the, the, main, the main reason for that is because um, in software, you're constantly developing and you're constantly, constantly you know, writing out a new uh, roadmap. Uh, the condominium industry especially. You wait six months and you're obsolete. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you're, if you're, yeah, if you are not uh, enhancing your program or... Uh, uh, adding additional features. Well, we know we've come to you, uh, and uh, we know with the new legislation and all the requirements of forms and everything else, uh, you've been uh, graceful, grace, graceful enough. That's not the wrong word. Gracious. Was it gracious enough? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Uh, uh, well, you did a good job. You, you helped us to do our job by adding a certain functionality that allows us to have access to those forms for all our corporations online. We, we're constantly listening to our customers because uh, it's the property management companies and the property managers and the residents who are using the system every single day. So right. if there's something that they see that they want and it makes sense to implement this for the greater good of every customer sure. using condocommunities.com. Well, we look at it this way. The less time our managers have to get involved in the mundane, repetitive, day-to-day -day operations the more time they can have to manage people's homes. That's the value of communities.com right there. Ryan, I want to thank you very much for sharing your insight with us, looking dashingly handsome today. 
We hope to see you on Dragon's Den soon. This is Ari Soroka and Nicholas Kiermetli uh, signing off for We Speak Condo. Tune in to us next week. Go out there and subscribe. Send in letters and emails. We want them, good or bad. Mr. Grossman, let us wish you a very happy and prosperous 2018. Thank you, and same to you guys. And uh, once again, appreciate you having me here. It's been a pleasure working with you thus far, and uh, look forward to uh, this upcoming year. And we, uh, to all you guys out there, I hope you guys have a great year in 2018 and really, really, really enjoy your condo community. If you find this or any episode of We Speak Condo interesting or informative, please subscribe to the podcast by visiting our website, www.citysitesmanagement.com. If you want to have your questions answered, email us. We'll be responding to your love letters or hate mail every week. Thanks for listening.